we call it the frequency of hope. We're sending out frequencies because music is all about frequencies. There's always hope. Has your life, your dreams been interrupted? Good news. It is possible to reinvent our lives. People are doing it every day, and some are brave enough to share the struggles, disappointments, and challenges. If you are looking for a new beginning, a do-over, or to rediscover your passion, maybe even find a new one, then grab a cup of coffee and let's talk. Interrupted, Act 2, Reinventing Your Legacy, with your host, Coach Lori. Author, keynote speaker, songwriter, musician, and awesome lady, Janine Mazursky. Welcome, Janine. Oh, thank you. I'm so grateful to be here. Hello. I am so excited. Tell us about your amazing life. Two years ago, I moved away from Washington State, and I now live in the Northeast Dallas, Texas area. Absolutely love it here. First and foremost, I am healthy physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. I believe they all matter. I am my three fur babies still, all rescues. Here in Texas, I found the perfect home for me with everything that was on my vision board. It's the best feeling in the world, like everything from my vision board, even a lovely backyard and a music studio. I dance around my saltwater pool almost every day to Fleetwood Mac. I guess I should start by saying I left the corporate world and now living my passion and purpose in life wholeheartedly, which is innovative storytelling through my music, through keynote concerts and speaking. So I wanted to tell you I'm so excited. I'm now engaged to the most amazing man on the planet. This is after, oh, it feels like it's been more than five years. So I had given up on love. It wasn't necessarily a bad thing. I was like, well, I guess I'm destined to be single the rest of my life. And I'm good with that. But I had given up on ever finding somebody. And I hadn't dated for over five years. I found the love of my life. And we actually started a business together called Hearts and Sync. So now we have opportunities to p- perform our music and keynote speaking, not only here, but internationally. In fact, we just got back from Romania, the Legacy of Hope tour, where we were able to attend and have opportunities there. And oh my gosh, our lives are changed because of it. Most importantly, I'm living in bliss, peace, and joy because of a transformed mindset. I decided to be the designer of my world rather than just merely a consumer of it. I'm not in those ocean waves being carried all around, saying yes to everything. And that's what I used to do. I used to say yes to everything, even those things that did not serve me well. And I started saying yes to the things that do serve me well. I'm living a life of purpose and a life full of limitless opportunities, which is so bizarre and strange. And I'm just embracing this whole change. Tell me the name of your book. First one is called Align, A-L-I-G-N. It's about being in alignment with your true passion and purpose in life. Because it's just like your back, right? When your back gets out of alignment, you're in pain, you're working harder than you should. It's the same deal when you're not in alignment with your passion and purpose, things just feel off. So I had the opportunity to be in this book. It's all about saying yes. I told you I worked on my mindset to get rid of, I call them bullies inside my head, but the negative thoughts that say, oh, what makes you think you can do that? You're not good enough. Imposter syndrome. I was invited to this big networking event 
that was in Dallas. I really wanted to go as it was going to be a big opportunity. Well, that day I woke up and it wasn't the best day. I had a headache in my head. All of these excuses were coming up not to go, not use my skill sets that I've learned. And I chose to ignore those thoughts. I chose to get up off the couch and go to just go. And I ended up sitting next to an award-winning author and publisher, by the way. I didn't even know. We started chatting about our lives and I told her a little bit about mine and the book that I'm writing, Survivor of the Weird. And she was telling me about her story. And then all of a sudden, she gets called up to the very front on the stage and they're awarding her for her last book that went international in New York, best-selling. And she comes back and sits next to me and she says, So what were we talking about? Oh, by the way, I want you to be in my next book. So it's an anthology. It's several authors from all around the world who tell their story about how they transformed and got into alignment with their passion and purpose. And so my story is in there. From that opportunity, she introduced me to Dr. Lauren Michaels Harris. From that opportunity, my fiance and I to be on a holiday show in front of a million people. And he opened up all these doors. And when you say yes, it's full circle. You just don't know who you're going to meet. You don't know things that will bounce off of that by just getting up off couch and saying yes. When I was in Washington, I just was in a slump. I just wasn't doing that. I love that you have this amazing life that you've basically manifested, but it wasn't always like that. So can you take us back to where you were and what life was like before your transition? It happened the time that the pandemic hit. On the outside, I had a wonderful life. I was in a working rock band, working a high-level position for a corporation. I was in leadership for Celebrate Recovery. In fact, I was a Washington state rep going into the prisons and the jails. On the outside, I was doing everything that it seems like was within my purpose. I had a home in Linwood, which I was so grateful for, but it was an older home. It started to fall apart. To be honest, on the inside, I was not feeling good on all levels. I wasn't feeling good physically. I was burning the candle at both ends, not enjoying most of what I was doing, honestly, because I wasn't feeling good. And I forgot the reason why I was doing a lot of those things. You know, isn't that funny how something can start out a passion and you just do, 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 do. And I talked about imposter syndrome. A lot of that was true for me. I struggled with negative thoughts, depression, not being able to say no. I'm no stranger to depression. I'll just be honest. My dad struggled all his life with depressive illness and ultimately drug and alcohol abuse. He died when I was 15. And back then, mental health wasn't so out in the open as it is today. My mind was my worst enemy. I would overthink everything. The way that I dealt with the depression is I just did. I did it through doing, always being busy. That's what led to burning the candle at both ends. I neglected self-care, even landed in the hospital in 2010. But all of these things led to me taking care of myself. In 2020, as you know, when the pandemic totally hit, everything stopped for me. I was a performer. I was going out and speaking at churches and we were stuck in our homes. I I fell off the roof of my house. I was cleaning off the moss and I was getting back on the ladder. 10 foot ladder went crashing down and I injured my hip and my whole left side and was held up for like a month. And then shortly after that, I was laid off from my day job. I'm a believer. I love the Lord. Everything that led up to me being in bed for a month was the best thing that ever happened because all I could do is sit there and pray. All I could do is lay there and think about my life and reevaluate everything. And I surrendered it all to the Lord. I decided to be quiet and listen. 
and to heal, restore, revive, and rediscover my true passion and joy. And that's really what I did at the very beginning. And that led me on a journey that led me here today. I decided to join an intense learning and mentorship group for all around music, getting my music into TV and film. It was just a huge project. I had this opportunity from heaven. I decided to immerse myself in that, but I also decided to change my mindset. I knew something was broken inside of me. I just knew it. I started praying. I wanted to get rid of that negative thinking or at least have a choice. The voices inside of me saying, you're not good enough. Uh, you don't deserve greatness. They were holding me back for so many years. Sought out counseling. I found the most amazing counselor. I read Battlefield of the Mind. That was a huge gateway, amazing book. And I just started learning about how our brains work and why I might be thinking the way that I do. And I learned so much. In October, I fell into a deep low after all of this change. And I didn't quite understand, but I knew that something big was about to happen. I needed to make a change and the bad weather and being closed up in my house didn't help at all. I wanted to move to the ocean or to a, a sunnier place for many years, but that just never panned out. So I got on my knees and I prayed, what do I do? I surrender it all. And the voice said, sell everything and move to Texas <laughs> for two weeks. I'm like, did I hear that correctly? Why yeah. Texas? Everything fell into place. Six months later, I was in Texas. When you're telling your story, what really stood out to me is you had had this life before recovery and then you came into recovery and then you had this wonderful life and it looked good, but there was still something. I believe yes. a lot of people are there. They're doing, doing, mm -hmm. doing, but they don't understand the being. Yes. That sometimes is where people hit the line and they quit because they go, this must not be right. The new can be so scary. Something that my mom told me resonated and stuck with me my whole life was people don't change until their current situation is scarier than the new. I just got to this point where I can't explain it. I, all of a sudden, I just go into this deep low. And I had to really identify what those things were. And some of the things that held me back that were scary, I'll just use one example. Not thinking that I was good enough in computers. In order to move full force into the music production and being a full-on recording artist and singer-songwriter, I had to learn the digital audio workstation. And all my life, I don't know if... Other people were telling me this, but in my own head, I was thinking, oh, what makes you think you could do that? You're not smart enough. You're not a computer person, Janine. You're not fast enough. And that fell into so many different things. Sometimes on the subconscious level, consciously, we might feel one way, but subconsciously, it's dragging us down. I had to dig deep and figure out where some of these things were coming from, why I was feeling this way. I had always thought of myself as oh, I'm fearless. I could do anything like on the outside. Oh, because in so many different things I was, I would jump out of planes. There were things that were holding me back and I didn't quite understand what it was. Another thing was I compared myself and I cared way too much about what other people thought of me, what their opinions were of me. And that was a subconscious thing. I didn't even realize I was doing it until I started digging deeper. I'm like, why are you competing and comparing yourself with these other people? You are unique. And you know, I had to tell myself, you bring so much to the world, Janine, in a different way. You are you, they are they. Why are you constantly comparing myself? Because that was holding me back. I love that you said, I don't know basically what I don't know, 
but it helped me. Can you talk about the process of beginning to change those messages? Oh, wow. In a way, I was almost afraid that you would ask that, but I'm glad you did because I put a lot of thought into that because it was such a long process. I sought counseling. The way I looked at it was the questions that she would ask from a neutral side of things really helped me to understand it, to dig deep. She wasn't easy with me. I would answer things superficially. I didn't think they were superficial. And she'd be like, no, 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 no. Let's dig deeper. Coach Lori here. I am not anti-aging. I am all about aging gracefully. Did you know we stopped making collagen at a certain age? And did you know powdered collagen has to go through your whole digestive system? So I am a big fan of Glow Liquid Collagen. It helps me age gracefully inside and out. To order, check the link below. By the way, if you order two at the same time, free shipping. Or if you would like to be an affiliate, make a little extra cash. Click the affiliate link. I would answer things superficially. I didn't think they were superficial. And she'd be like, no, 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 no. Let's dig deeper. Celebrate Recovery does that. I have many, many years clean from cocaine. Through that process, I learned how to take the inventory and to really dig deep drugs and alcohol. Anything that you do, food, it just numbs you. It's a symptom of a bigger problem. During this process that I was going through recently, I was doing that. I'm like, there's a bigger problem. I need to really go deep inside my head identify those things. Reading Battlefield of the Mind helped. Reading somebody else's story helped me. Story writing and writing period is powerful because all of a sudden I'm like, I'm connecting with this. This is exactly what I've been going through. I thought I was weird. I thought I was a freak and that I was the only one that thought or felt that way. So reading somebody else's story and then practice, practice, practice. Some of the techniques that I would use when those negative thoughts would come in, I take a deep breath and I intentionally would change that thought to a more positive one. That takes practice because when those negative thoughts are always coming in, I intentionally had to decide and make a choice to think of something more, the counterpart of that negative thought, positive affirmations or putting myself on a sunny beach, sitting next to somebody that I love. Sometimes it was Jesus. And this this isn't a religious thing. I'm not lying to you. When I would meditate, close my eyes and deep breathe, I just imagine this best friend sitting next to me and holding my hand and hearing the ocean waves. To me, that's just epic. Sound of ocean, just the warm sun. It is a process. You notice changes to where as soon as that negative thought comes in, boom, it's gone within a second. And it gets easier and easier and easier to where all of a sudden you're living a life where you're happy all the time. You're full of joy and you're fearless in a good way. Coach Lori here. I am not anti-aging. I am all about aging gracefully. Did you know we stopped making collagen at a certain age? And did you know powdered collagen has to go through your whole digestive system? So I am a big fan of Glow Liquid Collagen. It helps me age gracefully inside and out. To order, check the link below. By the way, if you order two at the same time, free shipping. Or if you would like to be an affiliate, make a little extra cash. Click the affiliate link. All of a sudden, you're living a life where you're happy all the time. You're full of joy and you're fearless in a good way. And it's taking care of myself. I had to take care of myself no matter what. For me, my mindset is completely and 100% connected to the physical, the spiritual, 
and the emotional. And so I had to take care of all those things. I have to be honest with you, getting rid of toxic people that really, really were harming me. I had to walk away. I could love them from a distance, literally taking care of myself. So walking, I had an injury and I had hip replacement and I had to relearn how to walk. But just getting up off the couch and moving, getting my blood work in, it all is connected. It wasn't just one thing. I don't want to make it seem like it was a difficult process because it's really not. Once you get immersed and you start feeling on all levels, the rewards, meaning you're happy. There's no longer writer's block. Your creativity is flowing. It's those daily things you do every single day. You don't see results. You just keep doing them because you know they're the thing you're supposed to do. I love that you say it's a process and it's a daily commitment. Yes, absolutely. I started eating too much sugar. It was mainly in my coffee. And so I started this cleanse and this morning I woke up and I had the worst headache and I'm like, oh, I do not feel well. I could just lay in bed all day. I should cancel with Lori. Those thoughts were coming in my head. I used everything that I've learned and I said, just get up out of bed. I just get up, just start walking. Little by little, I started to feel better. Possibly the old me would have just given up and said, just stay in bed all day, not even try. It worked. We all have stories. We're all unique. Telling your story, you can do it with a pen. You could do it with your voice. But most of all, we tell our stories with our hearts. I started out truly, I think it was with Celebrate Recovery because I had been a speaker for many years. It was in the corporate level and telling other people's stories. But in Celebrate Recovery, I'd get up and I'd give my testimony. When I first started doing it, I can't even tell you how afraid I was. The Holy Spirit would have to take over because I'd be that same way. I was sexually assaulted when I was 19 and I never reported it. It caused me lots of pain for many, many years. But when I finally started talking about it and hearing other people's stories, it elevated my healing process. Storytelling is so important, not only for our own selves, what a better way to share yourself authentically and fully with somebody. It's such a gift for me to be able to do that. And when I hear other people's stories, sometimes it saves my life. Growing up, we probably grew up on the same music. You'd be in a deep depression or something and you'd hear a song on the radio um, and not on our cell phones. There was no way to hear it without the radio. Yeah. I remember waiting up to like Way past midnight when I was a little kid, waiting to hear the top 10 songs of that year. It's powerful. It gets to the heart of the matter. The only difference between songwriting and like writing a novel is that you only have two and a half, three and a half minutes to tell your story in a song. It's all the same though. You're sharing your authentic self in a song. It's powerful. And to get it down on paper, if it's all up here, purge it out. You got to get it up. Write a letter to the person that you're mad at or that you have a hard time forgiving, even if you don't ever plan on sending it to them. When I moved to Texas, decided to purge everything and keep only what I needed. I found old letters and I'm like, wow. So I teach publishing and podcasting. I think people get this idea in their head. They have one story, but the truth is we have hundreds of stories. And when we can understand that and break them down into small little bites, those little stories can, number one, when we remember them and we write them and we get them out of our head, we can recognize how they influenced our life or how they made a difference. You said this in the beginning, say yes, and the how shows up. Yes. I love that. That's what prevented me for years is because I couldn't take it into bite-sized chunks. It was just this big, massive thing. 
When you think of barriers, was there anything else that you ran into? Because someone listening, you are the answer to their prayer. They're saying, oh my goodness, that's my story. I want to get to Texas. Let go and let God. So think about this. I had to get my house ready. I didn't have the money to pay expensive contractors to come out, fix my deck, do the stuff that needed to be done. I took it one day at a time. I'm not kidding you. It's totally in alignment with what we're talking about as far as the bite-sized chunks. When I first started on the journey, I looked at this massive thing that needed to happen. Not only get my house ready, but pack. I had lived in that house for 20 years. It was so overwhelming to me. And I said, nope, don't let those thoughts, just put them out of your head, Janine. Take it one day at a time. Take it into bite-sized chunks, just like you said. And the process, every day I'd wake up, I was in a lot of pain. And I don't take any pain pills. So it's like I had to find other ways to ease the pain, like, you know, heating pads and cold compresses. And every day I would get up and I just pray to the Lord to guide me in that particular day, that one day, what needed to be done, what calls did I need to make, who did I need to reach out to, all of that stuff, one day at a time. I'm a trainer and project manager, so that was all down on this huge project, the goal date of moving and all that. Yes, of course, but when it comes down to take one day at a time, otherwise I would just get overwhelmed by the thought of, I have to have my house ready, like completely done. And and I'm telling you, miracles, miracles all, all along the way where I'd be in so much pain, I could barely walk. And then all of a sudden, I'm just totally fine. I'm walking around and I'm absolutely just fine and getting stuff done. And then all of a sudden, this friend shows up to help. And that friend and that person that I haven't talked to in 10 years, I let go and let God. I'm not kidding. It's I prayed every day for that day. That is one thing that just like what you said, you've got to take it in bite-sized chunks. And now when I look back, I don't remember the pain. I just remember the blessings. I remember the miracles that happened all along the way. And it was more than just getting my house ready. We just don't have enough time to go into all those things, but it just happened. But I got up every day. That's the thing is I got up out of bed, got up, got dressed and, and just showed up. My original coach trainer, Fran Fisher used to say, dancing in the moment. Yes. We're almost out of time, but can you tell us your love story? I would love to because I want to shine the light of love. There's always hope. I've been divorced since 2001. I had dated but had bad experiences and had given up and hadn't dated in a long time. I didn't even know how to begin to do that. And I came to Texas and my friend said, Janine, don't you think it's time that you at least signed up on an online thing? Don't you think it's time you started dating? And I'm like, oh, and they signed me up. This is a funny story. Farmers.com and Christian Mingle. I'm a total city girl. I'm not a being on a farm kind of girl. I had people sending me messages all of a sudden. And Tracy is his name. He sent me a message. We started chatting over Christian Mingle. Well, then he went away. To make a long story short, he got kicked off because he was being catfished by all of these sex workers because you have to be careful with the online systems. People hack into them and use them as a way to promote their their sex business. He had been married 30 years. His wife died after an 11-year battle with breast cancer a couple of years ago. And so he was brand new to the online. I was brand new. So we start chatting. Then he went away. He got kicked off. In the interim, before he got let back on, I started dating this guy that was a creep. I'm just going to tell you, he he ended up being a creep and that didn't last for very long. But I'm like, well, see. And so then right when things started to go bad with this one person, 
I get another message from Tracy and he says, even if we don't start up a relationship, at least we could start a band or write a song together because he's also a musician, singer, songwriter. I'm like, what? Wow. He came back. Like, I didn't know the whole story. So we met and all was said and done. I mean, we were perfect for each other. Like I said, it's been a year and a half. We got engaged in front of a million people over uh, Christmas time. Believe it or not, we were on a holiday Christmas special and we were the correspondents and performers right there in front of that many people on a live TV show. We got engaged, but it all fell into place. And I was a tough cookie to crack. And you could ask him that probably the first six months of his experience was not very good because I had all my walls up. I was you ain't going to crack me. I didn't even realize it at the time that I had all these walls up, but I did from bad experiences, but I let go and let God again. And he brought this perfect man again. We started this business just in the short while that we've known each other. We've written like 15, 20 songs. It just has fallen into place and he's the love of my life. It's a miracle. That's all I have to say. He came from Pennsylvania. I came from Seattle, Washington, and we both ended up in the Dallas area. Do you see where I'm going with this? Two paths, and we're both older. So I just want to say, it doesn't matter what age you are. Don't ever think, oh, I'm too old for this. Oh, my time has come and passed. I I can't do this. You're never too old for anything. Age is just, it, it doesn't mean anything. Is there anything that you just, after all that you've said, that you just really want people to know? Breathe. (laughs) really breathe from your gut, really take time to breathe, have some quiet time, get up and move, learn to love yourself. Do not base your self-worth on opinions from others. Fail forward. Don't be afraid to be messy and imperfect. That was my fault for so many years. I learned that from my dad, perfectionism, fail forward. Just be fearless. Just breathe. You are a child of God. You are one of a kind. You are loved and you have a story to tell. So use your voice and your heart to share your stories. We cannot be everything for everyone, but we can be everything for someone. So even if you just impact one person and change one person's life, think of the legacy that you'll leave on this earth. That's so beautiful. Do you know that that's been a theme of what people who have reinvented themselves are saying? Yeah. I always ask, what are you reading? And you've mentioned Joyce Myers, The Battlefield of the Mind. Is there another book that you're reading or want to recommend? Well, of course, I'm going to say a line, <laughs> the book that I'm in. And there's a book called Now What? And if you search for Misty Lee, M-I-S-T-I-L-E-I, because she's the publisher, Now What? Because there's a few books called Now What? But to be honest, I'm reading that book, Atomic Habits. Again, I read it like three years ago and I'm reading it again and it's got so many golden nuggets in it. And then there's another book called Find Your People by Jenny Allen, which is epic too, because it's about building your inner circle with the right people. Thank you so much. I am so grateful that you answered the battle cry and I'm so grateful you showed up today. for oh, this. Thank you. Your message is so beautiful. We call it the frequency of hope. We're sending out frequencies. Because music is all about frequencies. There's always hope. I love that. You can find Janine on Facebook, G-I-N-I-N-E-M-I-Z-E-R-S-K-I, or Hearts in Sync on Facebook. Three things we learned from Janine. Say yes, and the how shows up. Do the work of healing yourself and tell your story. Whether you sing it, you write it, you speak it share your story. It might be the answer to someone's prayer. 
If you love this podcast, here's a big ask. Will you share with your friends and family? Subscribe, give us a review, and a five-star rating so that others looking to reinvent their lives will be able to get the help they're looking for. Thank you in advance.